0: yo uh ube island rams podcast week 10 it's monday monday night and i came home to see my rams absolutely poop the bed and get demolished by the niners for the millionth time it seems like it seems like we've lost like for like a, three years now so we've been losing to the Ra- the niners <laughs> in the McVay area and it's it's just not fun anymore, it's 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 getting really annoying, and yeah, uh, I don't really know where to start, <laughs> it's been a really weird week, and well, past couple weeks of Rams football has been rather demoralizing, uh, frustrating, <laughs> trying to come up with words, but it's just been really not fun. <laughs> and with all the uh expectations going into the season it's just not been enjoyable but you know it's how football is as a Rams fan <laughs> but yeah where to start um I haven't really been able to enjoy this football season at all I remember right after we beat the Bucks, that was like the first big test that we had the season we faced the reigning reigning super bowl champions and you know tampa tom and you know stafford and it was our first chance to really show that we were a different team this year with stafford and you know we came out with that big victory and i was like yeah we're gonna go to the freaking super bowl yeah can't wait for snoop dog and the halftime performance and then watching the rams win super Bowl and i was all high and mighty and i was really confident and then the week after like the cardinals come to la and they spanked the hell out of us like kyle and murray and their team just shut us up and really humbled us and really sent us back down to earth and really got me get, really spoiled my super bowl dreams or at least put it a little bit further out of reach but since then it's been decent you know it's been okay just winning the games that we we have to win and you know good performances here and there and then we picked up uh von miller a couple weeks ago or something like that and i didn't even have time to enjoy that because we get demolished against the tennessee titans Matthew Stafford our franchise quarterback throws like two picks to like lose us the game pretty much and that was last week like like, I I couldn't even enjoy Vaughn Miller and then this week like right after we get Odell Beckham Jr. who which was super surprising I, I really didn't think we would get him I didn't think he had a spot on the team to be honest with you but we pick up Odell Beckham Jr. off the waivers and stuff and then literally like the practice the first practice he comes Robert Woods our longtime wide receiver the reliable Robert Woods that's been the key to our success for the past what four or five years something like that our guy our dude tears his ACL and he's out for the season and <laughs> that hurts more than anything ever like that's Robert Woods and i know like our wide receiver core with woods and cup doesn't really get enough appreciation i know cup's been getting a lot more love and every now and then people or the analysts would say something about robert woods but he's key and essential to this team whether it's uh route running blocking of course has been mentioned on broadcast which is good and just the overall dynamic of the team like cooper cup and robert woods is basically like basically has been our offense for since the mcveigh era you know and them and like andrew whitworth of course and not of course in the offensive line you know but mostly woods and cup like they've been the main folk the main core of this offense no matter what and we lose him so i can't enjoy that i can't i can't well that why i'm not enjoying anything now i can't enjoy uh odell beckham joining the team because now we lost robert woods and then to top it all off i come home monday night and we get demolished by the niners it's just fun it's fun absolutely fun i'm having i'm having fun (laughs) as a rams fan this year and it's just like it's just like man like can i just have one week where we're like legitimate super bowl contenders like can i just enjoy us being great for a little bit for at least two weeks at least but yeah that's basically what's been going on and yeah and the niners losing to the niners thing this is just unreal i mean i i i don't understand it but it seems like it's one one or the other it's either like mcveigh mcveigh his inability or his consistency losing to the niners every year is just absolutely at this point it's really impressive like i i just don't get it like every it's like the anti jeff fisher like jeff fisher back then if you remember yeah he he'd lose like nine games every year but he always found like this weird way to like always beat seattle and arizona and sometimes the Niners, <laughs> like, we'll miss the playoffs. But we'll find a way to beat the Seattle Seahawks. And that was when they had, like, Legion of Boom, Richard Sherman, and, you know, Marshawn and them. <laughs> and then the Cardinals, too, when they had, like, Larry Fitzgerald. Like, they were good, too, back then. But the the consistency of McVeigh losing to the Niners is just, at this point, it's impressive. Like, I'm just in awe of how it doesn't matter who the hell is here Todd Gurley Jared Goff <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. it doesn't matter who you have like he always finds a way to lose to the Niners and I'm just impressed at this point <laughs> and I, I do understand like the McVeigh family has like history with the Niners and literally if you go to Levi's if you look at the uh The Ring of Honor, you'll see like McVeigh's name, like their last name, the family name, up on that top. You know that you know they honor his name and stuff. So like, low key, is he just like a Niners fan in disguise? (laughs) Like, is he just losing these games on purpose? Or like, there's other things. Is there like something in his contract that says that you can't you can't beat the Niners as long as you're Rams coach? Or is it something? it has to be like he has a contract with like aliens from from like outer space they came to this planet and they're like they went to sean mcveigh and they were gonna abduct him from like his, wherever the hell he lives but maybe they came to, they came down from like outer space and they're like if you beat the niners we're going to uh we're gonna come back here and we're gonna destroy planet earth and everything you know and love will uh vanish into thin air something like that (laughs) something it has to be something i don't know what it is but i just don't get it and yeah he has a kind of rivalry slash brotherly love play fighting with his uh friend Kyle shanahan forgot his first name shanahan whatever for the niners coach and every year i've just seen shanahan absolutely just out coach him out offensive him just out duel him every time and it's just embarrassing at this point like every, it's just it's disgusting how much better kyle shanahan just outplays him in these matchups like every year like i i'm so sick of seeing debo samuels running playing running back whether it's like a sweep he's just always running all over us george Kittle whoever's on defense getting pick sixes and it's just it's just annoying at this point but it's happening and i don't know why sean mcveigh loses so much to the niners but here we are (laughs) and yeah this was probably one of the worst losses against the niners or losses period i mean it reminds me of like that week one with jeff fisher back then where we got demolished by kaepernick's niners and i don't i don't know if harbo is still the coach but we got if you remember that game we got spanked we didn't have a first down uh aaron donald got kicked out and it was just complete embarrassment and this game was even worse because like the expectations are so much higher and with the media just having so much attention on us not like i care of course but like just having more uh more of an eye or what the fuck is that thing a microscope (laughs) microscope honest you know like stakes are much higher this year and for us to have a second straight week of embarrassment is just not fun man not fun (laughs) but yeah let's get to it uh i came in because you know it's i live on on the west coast and with sports like they kind of believe that we come home like at five in the afternoon like we have jobs <laughs> like so i came i came not actually i came home early this time but i missed like the first quarter and then we were down by like 14 7 and then i'm i'm trying to play like a uh, detective trying to figure out what's going on and I see that Stafford has, like, two picks, and I'm like, oh, God. And I see the Niners score again, 21-7, and Jimmy G's passing all great and stuff, and they're running the ball. But anyways, the game was over by, like, I think we tried to go for a fake field goal at, by halftime, and that failed enormously. And then second half, we got to stop, but we had a three and out in the one important drive that we needed we had like this terrible three and out and it was like shades of like the Jared Goff era but after that it was done I think they scored a field goal 24-7 and I just kind of gave up watching I didn't watch the fourth quarter I think we dropped like a uh, we dropped a couple passes Cup dropped the third down conversion and then Higby dropped another one and after that I just turned off the game but yeah whatever anyways to summarize uh i think this year i've i've begun to learn a lot more about mcveigh more than ever because i'm finally able to you know try to f- figure out if it was really his fault or if it was jerry goff's fault and you know like how <laughs> how like experiments are with sciences or science scientific experiments you know you have a control you know that's the that's the thing that's your uh that stays constant and then you know you have your variables that you test then you run experiments and then you make conclusions and stuff like that with this one like the control of course is like mcveigh and the variables of course is jared goff and then matthew stafford so we have like talent wise we have a really good quarterback really talented and then we have a sort of decent average but mostly kind of below average quarterback so now that i could really scope or i have enough of a sample size to really distinguish you know how these two errors are playing out i could finally draw conclusions about sean mcveigh and i'm starting to finally figure out that it, it might just be sean mcveigh's fault this whole time because it's been what two games four interceptions by Matthew Stafford and for somebody that's elite like that that is a good above above average quarterback that's not right like that doesn't sound right to me and it's you could place the bit the blame on Matthew Stafford of course I mean there's there's decisions that he makes of course and he's not really the greatest at being like smart with the, the football but he's a lot better than jared goff i'll tell you that anyways like the past two performances by stafford has really shown light on the issues with sean McVay, and it's not and we blame we blame sean or jared goff last year and the years before for the troubles that he had but honestly like the issue with sean is like his offense is just way too damn difficult like he my issues with Sean over the years or McVay's offense is that sometimes he'll be too too cute meaning that he's just trying to do too much with some plays and it's like like you know like the screen plays the weird bubble screens and all that stuff and it works sometimes but if you keep doing it eventually teams are gonna pick up on it and it becomes more difficult to complete rather than like something easier and it's just i'm just saying that is sean sean's just not making it easy for matthew stafford and it's just he's had this issue for years like i've always said about sean McVay's offense is that it's always like it's not easy like people talk about Jared goff being a system quarterback and yeah it's true But some of the throws that he's made over the years aren't just aren't easy like his offense is very McVeigh's offense is very uh risky I think that's the word it's really risky you're forced to uh throw balls in tight pockets and you have to commit to it 100% and throw it exactly right when it needs to be thrown otherwise it's off and the play is pretty much dead it's really timing focused and you have to throw it into tight areas and it does work for Matthew Stafford but It leaves a lot of room for error so like last year with or last week with uh against tennessee remember that that out route to robert woods that's a play that we've seen millions of times with uh jared goff and now we're seeing it with matthew stafford with like just a strong arm too and it's just a hard pass to make because you're throwing it to like the sidelines is the farthest farthest place from the field for this to throw you know it's not to inside it's to the outside and you have to throw it like exactly right when he cuts outside and you're just praying that the defensive back doesn't jump the route and that's what happened unfortunately and it's a pick six and we lose the game because of that it's just these hard routes that that you have to commit to otherwise like you're screwed it's like gambling at that point and Sean McVay has a lot of that it's a lot of gambling, a lot of uh, a lot of hoping that players break into the routes and hoping that defensive backs don't jump it. And yeah, it's not easy. And on the flip side, you know, Kyle Shanahan, he's, his offense is a lot different from McVay. It's the same idea where like, there's a lot of motion, a lot of moving parts, a lot of uh, running east to west, a lot of uh, zone blocking and all that stuff. But, like the difference with his shanahan is that he doesn't make it hard or difficult for jimmy g it's almost like elementary compared to sean mcveigh's offense it's like really easy the slant routes like there's always going to be that guy there there's no like hard passes to make and as a result result like jimmy g even though like it wasn't really very uh astonishing of a performance but he still got it done and won the game and leads me to the next part like one thing that i'm that now i could finally conclude of conclude or come to come to a conclusion of with sean mcveigh is that he hates running backs (laughs) and it's evident today like you saw the niners run the ball and it worked to their advantage that's how they won the game but sean mcveigh for some reason like I've known it for years. Like he hates running backs. <laughs> he hates running the ball. And I, I thought back then with Todd Gurley, I always thought that he just hated Todd Gurley or just had like an issue with him, like a personal problem. Like maybe they're beefing on like the side or something, and that's why he wasn't giving them the football or running the ball. But now, like as I'm watching him this year and without Todd Gurley, like it's evident or it's it's obvious like he hates running backs <laughs> like last year he had he had to run the ball because Jared goff was kind of on his way down he's on his descent so he had no choice but like even back then with Jared goff when he was doing well like he he had times where he was reluctant to run the ball and this year like with matthew stafford i've noticed that he's just rushing the ball a lot less and he's just lying on stafford throwing the ball a lot more and yeah it makes sense to give um matthew stafford maybe more attempts to like move the ball downfield and it works but sean mcveigh like he doesn't understand that his whole offense revolves around a running game period like no matter what no matter what he does he's always going to rely on the play action pass no different than Peyton Manning back then with the Colts like he had to establish the run game in order to get the passing game and the whole play action thing going and Sean McVay has been like drifting away from that for some reason and I had no idea why like Henderson's a capable running back Sony Michelle can run like run the damn ball Sean (laughs) like like it makes no sense why he's drifting away from the run game and it's just it's it's stupid (laughs) and yeah yeah i mean that's basically the gist of it and conclusions that i'm coming with sean mcveigh and just issues that he has i don't know if he's ever gonna learn it he's very i seem like it seems like he's really stubborn with his offense like yeah uh i don't know i'm just really there's just like a flood of a bunch of things like hitting me right now and i'm just trying to get to everything defensive wise like this you know raheem morris's defense you know it's not as strong as last year but there's nobody in the middle that could really put a stop to this or there's no interior force that's really helping us at all it's not reader it's not uh jones it's not taylor rapp it's, it's like there's nobody inside that really could uh strengthen this defense and that's why they ran all over us it's just i don't know like we haven't addressed it less need thought we could get away with uh just building a strong front forward with like von miller now and aaron donald and leonard floyd but with no linebackers there's no point there's nobody in there that i could rely on there's nobody menacing that could that the offense should be scared of it's just kind of stupid but yeah unfortunate but the defense looked terrible and uh, that's all i gotta say (laughs) but lastly i'll end it uh i didn't mention it but there's so many parallels to uh the super bowl winning or (laughs) we didn't win the super bowl sorry the super bowl run that we had a few years back we if you remember that season we lost uh cooper cup in november i was at that game by the way it's against the seahawks and then right after that injury like everything started to fall apart at least offensively i mean that's when the chicago game then the Eagles game Jared Goff started to look really bad but you know I was expecting us to get bounced out of playoffs early but some magical stuff happened we beat Dallas in the first round and then and then you remember the New Orleans Saints game the football gods gods decided that we deserve to go to the Super Bowl therefore they called that pass interference Or they didn't call the pass interference. And you know. We go to the Super Bowl. And you know. We stunk it up. So yeah. We did. We did go to the Super Bowl anyways. But. We weren't the same team. That was just running through the league. After Cooper Cup. Got hurt. You know. It it changed. It, it, It was just different. And everything fell apart. And then this year. With Robert Woods. Getting injured november same same week i think we'll see how the season shapes up but the offense looked terrible today and it was just different we had freaking henderson uh daryl henderson running inside slant routes as a wide receiver trying to convert a first down and it's just really awful (laughs) and i know with odell beckham jr he should definitely eases the pain at least and then you know van jefferson but it's just not going to be the same because robert woods is just everything for this offense from like being reliable being a reliable target being a great route runner being a great blocker and it's just going to be hard to replace just like how we couldn't replace cooper cup last or that one year and then we didn't have cooper cup in the playoffs last year or against the packers and everything fell apart so it's not looking too good for us and yeah we'll see we have a bye week next week thank god we'll see if odell can fill the shoes for robert woods but right now it's just not there's too many flaws in his team and sean McVay's not making it easy and as long as we face like these really physical defensive teams we're gonna be screwed and that's tampa bay arizona that's those teams and yeah you could kind of figure it out from there but until then you know i'm gonna enjoy my bye week (laughs) two straight losses not fun and yeah read the podcast i mean read the blog i think it's a lot clearer it's monday i'm tired but yeah thanks for listening ube allen podcast get better soon robert woods see you next season yeah (laughs)